Hi everyone and welcome back to Nice to Have a Friend. We are so excited today to be doing another guest episode and it has been approximately years since we have done a guest episode so i am so excited today and even more excited because we are actually bringing on my friend and co-worker courtney i have known courtney for less than a year but i feel like we've known each other our entire lives because she is just one of those people that really is so easy to get to know and you just feel like your best friends from the moment you meet so because she is just such a great friend and so great at making friends we're actually talking today about how to make friends in your 20s which i am so excited about. yes this is nice to have somebody back because part of the reason that lauren and i didn't do guests for so long is because one we didn't have time to schedule with each other so nevertheless adding in another person also i feel like we always had some technical issues which uh editing 101 here for you guys i'm gonna let you in behind the curtain we have technical issues with this one so if you're listening to this um <laughs> great i figured it out so hopefully Lauren, that's the case but all that being said we had a great conversation with courtney she was like you said just so easy to talk to so much fun you'll get to hear about this more but i think for people who don't know um that you guys work together but you guys also don't work in a centralized office like you can go in yeah um, but everything that you do for the most part can be done virtually so you guys are pretty virtual and she doesn't even live in the same city as you so the fact that you have a friendship yeah. that you were like this is worth talking about and worth other our people hearing here on the podcast i think speaks volumes to like her personality and what she had to share with us today so i cannot wait to get into the conversation and we have so much to talk about so let's just dive right in all right guys so this is me and lauren who you're used to hearing with our new friend courtney well new for me not for you lauren but here's courtney Courtney, I'm so excited that you were able to join the podcast. This has been a long time coming. We've wanted to have you. Allison, quit laughing sorry. at me. <laughs> I don't know why that got me today. We do this all the time, but sometimes it's just oh, funny. Oh, yeah, I'm just so funny. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Anyways, guys, we are just so excited that Courtney is on today because I have wanted to have her on the podcast since we started working together like almost six months ago. Well, even before that, like when we first met. Um, so this has just been the longest time coming, but we're so excited that you're here, Courtney, and I cannot wait for you. Yes, to chat thank today. you so much, you too. I'm like so excited. Like I told you before, this actually is like one of my dreams. I've always wanted to be on a podcast or start my own show. Did so you hear what Courtney said, Lauren? She said that being here was one of her dreams. So that means you and I have created something that is not terrible. <laughs> which is comforting I to know. me so we're glad to have you here now Courtney I didn't know Courtney the way Lauren does um you guys have heard obviously they work together um but Courtney the I do recognize you because as weird as this sounds she is friends with Lottie who is on season two of the show I went to high school with her like that's a mutual connection so if you've been here we referenced that episode a lot because it was one of allison's worst editing days of her <laughs> life because i re-recorded my audio after my headphones died in the middle of recording i don't know if you knew that uh courtney but anyway i recognize you <laughs> from pictures with lottie and being on her vlogs and things like i knew you guys you guys were roommates when you were in new york at one point yeah right yes okay so we both did this internship program in new york city um during college and so we got paired up as roommates it was like totally random and we ended up hitting it off and spending the whole summer exploring new york together um and yeah i've listened to her episode and she's always she is such a 
like career guru and she always has the best tips. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a good episode and she always has great oh, tips. I, know. I love her so much. And she is, she still listens to every episode. I'm pretty sure. And I actually got my Aww. job that I have right now and love with Courtney because she, basically listened to the episode where I was talking about how I was flailing and I like, couldn't find a job and like nobody was giving me the time of day. I couldn't get an interview in California. And then she texted me out of the blue and was like, oh my gosh, my friend Courtney um, used to live in San Francisco. She works at a PR firm, but she lives in Denver now, but you should totally talk to her. So I talked to Courtney on the phone. We were supposed to talk for like 30 minutes and we ended up talking for an hour <laughs> because I feel like we just had so much to talk about. And that's why like, yeah. I have the job that I've had now. So it's just so cool. I feel like that it was all full circle like this. It's kind of like a square of connection that we all have now. A full, <laughs> a full circle, circle square. square that we all have now. <laughs> but speaking of how me and Courtney hit it off immediately, I'm just so excited that we're able to talk about friendships in your 20s and making friends in your 20s today. I feel like Courtney is the perfect person to talk about this with because I feel like you just hit it off with people from the minute you connect with them. I was telling Allison that... When I met you in that coffee shop like a couple of weeks ago when you came into the city and I saw you with our new friend, I was like, oh my gosh, she wanted, she <laughs> yes. wanted to meet me here because she wanted to meet her friend that she's known forever here before. So I come up to the table and Courtney has just met this girl. We knew where she worked. We knew what she was doing. We knew like her whole itinerary for her whole vacation. We now follow each other on Instagram. Like we like all of each other's content, <laughs> me, Courtney, and this girl that she just met because Courtney is able to just instantly make friends with people. So I feel like you're just the perfect person to talk about this with. And I'm so excited. That is impressive. That is impressive, Courtney. I'm that is so funny. I'm looking at someone and saying, hi, uh, how are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? That feels like a personal win to me. So <laughs> that's impressive. Yeah. No, and that was such an interesting story too, because I mean, she almost like, made started the conversation in that situation like she complimented yeah. my outfit first because I think she was traveling alone and we can like obviously dive into more tips but that's like literally such a good conversation starter just like if you're out somewhere alone and you compliment them that literally just gets the ball rolling and we started chatting about how she was traveling from abroad and yeah got into this whole conversation as Lauren <laughs> was walking up and then I got to introduce her and we all kind of like started chatting so um that was yeah, so that funny is, is. by the end of it she was like if you ever come to switzerland please let me know and i'll like give you a tour it was switzerland right courtney right like the netherlands i can't remember i can't remember but um yeah she had a really cool job too and seemed just like so fun and sweet she was telling us all about her art um her side hustle too so i know we were like there for a work um, meeting and we were yeah. like okay well we actually need to work now but it was so funny like talking right. to her the whole time and i feel like courtney just is so good at that so i'm pumped about this but have you always just been super like thank you have you always been able to just make friends easily like and just make connections with people like from the get-go courtney yeah i think a lot of it probably stems from being an only child <clears throat> so um I feel like I'm used to kind of being more independent and like having to kind of put myself out there um because I didn't have like that built-in like siblings to hang out with or things like that and obviously I had my parents and I'm close to them so I think that's probably a big part of it and um yeah I don't remember as much like when you're growing up you know it's like you have all these friend groups built in and it's kind of just like 
you know, people you go to school with, people you play sports with, things like that, and even in college. So I think it really, like, come into, like, the, you know, skill of, like, making friendships and meeting new people as an adult. Um, but, I, I mean, I'm very extroverted and social, and I've always loved being around people. So um, I think those all, you know, help yeah, for sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I forgot that you were an only child. I, like, should have known that, but for some reason I forgot. But I think that makes so much sense, and I could see it going either way. Like, being an only child either makes you super introverted or it makes you super extroverted and, like, want to meet other people. So. I feel like that makes a lot of sense and I totally agree with what you're saying on it's in high school and middle school and stuff. You don't make friends. They're just like naturally there and you can't really like pick and Mm -hmm. choose who really meshes with you as well. So it totally makes Mm -hmm. sense that you have to get it going like once you graduate from college even. It's it's interesting and I think that's like a lot of what you guys talk about too is like those transitional times in life and kind of coming into your own and you know your values and who you want to surround yourself with. Yeah, so that's exactly what we talk uh, about all the time is like those periods of transition. <laughs> and that you you just transitioned from living in California. Well, not just. How long have you been in Denver? I yeah. say the same thing too. I'm like, oh, I just moved here, whatever. So yeah, I lived in um, San Francisco and I had grown up in the Bay Area. I've been there my whole life and, you know, had the opportunity to travel a lot and do study abroad. But I never, you know, made that move by myself to another state or even really another area. I went to college nearby. Um, So um, during the pandemic, I just kind of felt like, okay, this is like my time. This is like a natural like transition time in my life. I want to see a new city and move somewhere new. So um, yeah, I moved to Denver last November. So coming up on a year now. Yeah, we just hit a year in California. So I feel like we moved at the exact same time, basically. So what has that move kind of like done for your friendship ecosystem? Like how has that really changed your experience in making friends and like how you your friends currently are set yeah. up if that makes sense. um so I guess just to start off with like when I got here people are always like oh did you know anyone and so like that's always kind of the first question people ask when they're like oh you moved to a new city so um my older cousin lives here and so that's like always been kind of a rock for me and so I had her and then um I had a, actually a couple of friends from like growing up I feel like the more people I talked to, the more people I found out lived in Denver or just in Colorado in general. Um, but in terms of like how my friendships have changed, I feel like when you move, you really um, realize like which friendships are the strongest, at least from like back in California, you like really get to see like who you stay connected with, like who you text on a regular base- basis, like who do you kind of see when you go back to visit. Um, and then I've made a ton of new friends here too. So um, I definitely, the people that I hang out with on a day-to-day basis or a weekly basis now is completely different than a year ago and people I didn't even know a year ago. So that is really kind of cool to look back on how much has changed in a year. For me, um, Denver has been the perfect place to start and grow new friendships. Um, The city itself is so young and fun. Um, There are tons of transplants from other states and I've gotten to meet people from all across the country. Um, I've met 
tons of my best friends um, just in the apartment complex I live in, um, out and about. I've, I've met people through friends of friends, and um, it's just been such an incredible community because I think everyone is willing to meet people and that everyone is looking to have new experiences. So um, that's definitely helped a lot. Yeah, that is so crazy because I feel like every time I talk to you and we meet, it's like, a different friend you hung out with this weekend. And I feel like I have literally two friends. So I feel like it's always so fun to hear you talk about all of these friends that you've made in Denver and just like planning your birthday party and like having all of these people that Mm -hmm. are suddenly in your circle. I just love hearing about that so much. Like just all of the different people that you've met because it's an inspiration for me honestly thank you yeah it is actually kind of crazy and like I feel like I haven't thought about it too much till we just sat down but it's like all those people that are going to be at my birthday like I literally didn't know them a year ago and like they're my closest friends now and like I feel like I'm gonna be a little sentimental kind (laughs) of seeing everyone get together and even here it's because I've always been someone that has um a lot of different friend groups Like, I've gone through phases where I have one main, like, core group, but, like, I feel like more my friendship style is having, like, a couple friends here and, like, you know, dispersed. So that's also going to be cool. So it's, like, it's been like that in Denver as well. So it'll be cool kind of to see different groups of friends that I've also made in Denver and have, like, bringing them all together, too, and, like, seeing how they all mesh. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. That is always the coolest thing. We had a going away party and just like all of the different friends and like my brother and his girlfriend and just like seeing everyone mesh was just the most interesting (laughs) thing to see and like to see how everyone like actually got along. It was just so crazy. And I feel like that happens with like bridesmaids and in weddings and stuff all the time, too, is like Mm -hmm. getting to see how those different groups of friends mesh. It's so cool. Now, I think it's funny to hear you guys talk about like moving from, so obviously you two were somewhere and then you transplanted yourself somewhere else. Whereas I am now on year six of being in, no, year seven of being in Knoxville. Um, And it's kind of like the exact opposite just from my, my year after I graduated college, I interned um, here in Knoxville during that like first full pandemic year and then I got my job so this Mm. is third year post-college here and it feels like slowly but surely it's like all my friends have like matriculated somewhere else so I do have friends here but it's that um you really have to think about like how is this gonna look because me I'm much more of an introvert I love people but my natural inclination is oh if I don't know this environment I'm just gonna stick to myself or I'm gonna go home I'm gonna do this I'm gonna stick to this like safe friend or the safe group that I don't have to think about it and so it's like my brain has had Mm -hmm. to shift the way that I think about things because I would look at a lot of the people that I connect with or the people that I flew across the country to see I've known all of them for like four five six years now and even some of my closer friends in Tennessee or Nashville, which is like a three hour drive. It's not really easy to get to if you're someone like us with mm-hmm. a busy schedule. And so it's funny because I have just yeah. started kind of having um, some of those friendships like overnight because my brain was like, you can't ask them to do that. You haven't known them long enough. Or like you can't ask them to do something here because I haven't, I've only known them like okay. two months or they're this person's friend. Like what they want to hang out with. Yeah. Me. So it's interesting because I've started not I've started ignoring that. Like I've started coming from a place of like, oh, you just moved here from Texas. I'm going to ask you to come hang out because I know you don't know anybody. But then also this has been a great friendship for me and I've only known you for two months. So it's funny because it's like my Mm -hmm. brain is starting to get there, but it's like a, 
oh, I'm allowed right. to do that? Or I'm allowed to ask people I don't know to like do things and show them that I want to hang out with them. It's just funny because I was so used to relying on comfort friends like Lauren and Preston or my friend Morgan or my friend Zari that I lived with that I talk about here all the time. So it's funny because like y'all saying it makes yeah. it sound like, duh, Allison, that's, that's all it is is you have to make those efforts. But it in my brain, it was like, I'm skipping what I feel like are 15 steps on my step itemized list of what I'm supposed to do before I can be close with somebody. So it's just kind of funny to think about it like that. Yeah. Well, and I think it's so much harder when it's like a place that you've already kind of like set roots in or you've been there for a while. So it's not as natural where it's like, okay, like you moved to a new place. You have no friends. You have to make friends. It's like, it wasn't, it's not that exact experience for you. So I can see how that would be, you know, so much more difficult and like not as natural I guess yeah Um, so like something you would have to like kind of be more intentional about um in your situation yeah because when me and Courtney like I know this probably happens to you Courtney but when you go to your workout class I'm sure you're like yeah I just moved here blah 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 and then that opens the door up for so much conversation but Allison you have to just be like yeah blah 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 or like the conversation just never starts because yeah. you can't I, I just did such a great impersonation of you yeah like what do you say like oh you come here often like what do you say like if you're not like hey you just moved here like or they haven't just moved there either like what, what do you are, say what do you say yeah like, literally I, I I'm not even kidding it was like I went to a coffee shop not that long ago that I go to a lot and I know this girl because she was in my Spanish class but I'm like I could not remember where I knew her and so I was just like I think we had Spanish together like five years ago one day and she said oh yeah you look familiar and I was really proud of that interaction I haven't gone back to that coffee shop since that's not why but it's just more like it doesn't work for me like that it's almost like that is the victory it's not even like I asked her to do anything it's just like that was the victory of acknowledging like hey I actually know who you are I know. And even we talk about this all the time, but it took me and Allison so long to actually become friends. We knew each other for like three years before we became besties because we were both so hesitant about even asking each other to hang out. It was like the stupidest thing, but it was like, now we look back on it all the time. Like, why did it take us that long to be friends? So I feel like this is just going to jumpstart us, Allison, and help us like get over our own selves mm-hmm. and make friends better. Hopefully. Well, I've gone on record of saying I was not in the yeah, right mental health I... space when I met you. So much like God needed to give me two extra years because I needed Aww. the time. <laughs> that wasn't your fault. I know. <laughs> you needed to prep yourself up to be friends with someone like as intense as me. Exactly. I think. <laughs> okay, Courtney, this is something that I wanted to ask you about because I feel like th- I talk about this all the time and maybe you don't relate because you do make friends so easily, but do you ever struggle with the feeling that you don't have like enough and I'm doing quotation marks for the listeners at home, enough friends because I feel like I will on my birthday or something, I'll be like, wow, I don't feel like I have enough people to invite or like, I feel like everyone else has so many more friends than me. Or when I watch a TikTok, I'm like, how do they have that many people that could be bridesmaids in their wedding or something? So do you ever struggle with that feeling? Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. No, I do. Does make me feel I think, I think everyone does. And I'm just, it's not that I don't value the friendships I do have. I just, I'm always, I'm such a goal oriented person. And I'm like, it sounds bad, but I'm like almost never satisfied. Like, I'm like, I always want more. Like it's, it's like, I just want to meet new people. And I'm like, I want more people in my life and in my circle. And like, 
Um, I think it's more of that. And yeah, I mean, I think everyone has that fear. It's like, oh, if you have a party or you like have a dinner, or, like are you doing something? It's like, oh, like I invited five people. What if like three of them can't come? Or yeah, I don't know. I think everyone has that anxiety, but it, it always ends up working out. And it's like, I think the biggest thing, especially like moving to a new place, I'm like so grateful for every single friend I have. And like just being so, so like happy and grateful for every relationship that you do have. And like when I first got here and I was like kind of scoping out Denver, um, I was like totally by myself. And that was probably like the most alone I've been where I was like there for just three weeks, kind of seeing if I liked Denver. And I went from being in San Francisco, having plans every single night um, and like wanting to always book up my schedule to, I was excited if I had one plan with like one person that week, you know, if it was a mutual friend or, you know, literally like anyone I could scrape together to like (laughs) meet up with during that time, it was like, that meant so much. So I feel like that kind of experience made me just like have so much more gratitude and appreciation for like each friendship and not, yeah, not worry about it as much, but I think everyone kind of just still has a little like, I don't know. Anxiety. Uh, Yeah. That fear. Yeah. Comparison. And everyone knows comparing yourself to other people is the worst thing because nothing is ever as it seems. I mean, someone could have 30 people at uh, their birthday and they're like actually not even close with any of them. Like you, there could be drama within the group. You really never know what's going on. So um, I, I think it's something everyone thinks about, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm no, getting I better. Totally think you're right. I think everyone's worried about it. And that makes me I feel mean, better. Lauren and I have talked about it on here before. Like, I'm pretty sure not that long ago, we were talking about expectations of what we thought versus the reality of something that actually exists in our lives. And I, for a really long time, and even still now, struggle that I am not a group person. Um, and I, I always wanted to be, and I think going back to what you talked about before, like when you're in high school, you're around people, but you don't necessarily, some of those people can turn out to be wonderful, great friends. I still have friends from high school that I love dearly. Um, I'm not keeping up Mm -hmm. with them the same way I am with my college friends because I think when I came to college I recognized how much more like me there are people out there or people that really made the effort with me or have been there through like highs and very like lows where when I was at home in high school I really just relied Mm -hmm. on my family a lot and because of in those seasons in high school like I thought I was in these friend groups that I really wasn't in it was just kind of like this we you have to invite everyone in this group but you're not really close to them all and then you go away to college and I tried the sorority thing it didn't work for me um I tried to do like xyz didn't work for me I have pockets in a lot of different places but I am never gonna be that person Mm -hmm. that has this like spring break getaway with like my eight girl best friends that we did everything with forever because it's like you come into even college Mm -hmm. or your workplace with these ideas of like what it's supposed to look like and I think that is where two people can get stuck in their head because if you're thinking of it in terms of like I don't have what all these other people have but does that even work for me because frankly it doesn't like a giant group setting doesn't make me thrive I don't feel like I'm fully myself I'm much Mm -hmm. deeper and very thoughtful and there are sometimes where it's like I need to actually talk about what's going on and not just be surface level so like big groups I feel like I shut down so it's like why am I trying to fit my friendships into the standard that literally doesn't even work for me Um, which is something that I've had to Mm -hmm. think about Lauren when it comes to like the 
and do I have enough? Because when I look at the people that I have, yeah. I do, but it's just a lot of times I have to reconcile with the fact that I have wonderful people who love me. They just don't live in Knoxville the same way that they used to. And I also have a job that makes it difficult to like go bump into somebody at a workout class and be like, hey, I'm new around here, except I'm not, but I'm new around here. <laughs> so like, you want to go get uh, dinner? I literally can't. I'm so sorry. I have to work 17 baseball games in the next 12 days, but thank you for asking me. So it's like having to yeah. work on that even <clears throat> or just your mindset of like, just because my life doesn't look like this person's doesn't mean it's not enough, which I think translates to much more than just friendships. But that was a big one for me. It was recognizing I'm not a group person and that is okay because I see some of these groups that make me sit there and be like, I wish I had that. And I'm like, I know you guys don't all like each other because I knew what this was like five <laughs> years ago or 10 years ago. And like, I see this and it's like, it looks pretty the picture looks beautiful, but it's like, Allison, would you be happy if you were there? No, I wouldn't be happy if I was there. So why do I care? So that's, uh, I'm still there too. Yeah. Still in that boat all the time. <laughs> I know that's so hard. And I feel like TikTok can sometimes make things worse. I love TikTok so much, but I feel like it can make things worse because you just see all these group trips. And then even with Instagram, like you did see, like I would always get such bad FOMO on spring break of like all of these fun group trips. I would always be like, wow, must be nice. But then I know that those spring break trips were also probably pure chaos. So I feel like I have the exact same thing, Allison, where I'm just like, these groups are very hard to come by and it can mm -hmm. just be so different than the videos and the photos like make them out to be. So yeah, it's just really a good reminder for me that everyone feels like they don't have enough friends or a big enough friend group or like an Instagram worthy friend group vacation squad, basically. <laughs> so I don't know. I think about that all the time. So with that being said, Courtney, uh, do you have tips for making mm -hmm. new friends? Maybe for people like me who are like, oh, I have to follow 15 <laughs> items and I have to know you for a few months before I ask you to do something. What are, what are some tips you have for moving to Denver or just in life in general about making new friendships? I have so many. I think I'm ready. I'm like literally getting out be, my pen and paper, like writing this. Yeah, <laughs> get ready for some tactical strategies and tips. Um, okay, so I have a list also, and I can just kind of start writing through. I feel like the first thing people think of now is just kind of like, um, like Facebook groups or like Instagram, TikTok, Bumble friends, like kind of more like social media connecting in that way um, is definitely an option. Like when you get to a new place and I personally haven't done that as much, but like, I know there's like so many groups online and like um, people with similar interests or like you can literally like, if you're in a new city, like Google or not Google, like, you know, search that city and TikTok and then like see who's posting it. And like um, a lot of in Denver, there's like a few like meetup groups that will always post, you know, what their next meetups are on TikTok. And um, I guess maybe that's like, it can be like a bigger thing to jump to. Like if that's not really your style, just kind of like showing up somewhere where there's going to be a big group of people that you don't know and like a, you know, random new activity. So that, that could be intimidating, but I think just, kind of at least joining those groups, like doing the research, like looking to see what's out there and kind of like, you don't have to do that right away, but just kind of seeing what's out there. And so, you know, if the time does come where you're feeling really energized and excited and you want to go do something like that, that you're already following those accounts and you're kind of in the loop about what's going on, I think that could be um, a good tip um, with like those types of more like social media uh, groups and things like that. 
Oh, yeah. I love that. I tried Bumble Friends when we moved here, but I got in this, I did this bad thing where I looked at the people and I was like, these don't look like the, tw- <laughs> the type of friends. Like, and not their physical aspect at all. It would be like their profile of like what they like to do and like what they were interested in and all of these things that Bumble Friends asked you. And I was like, they do not seem like me at all. So I'm, I'm in this place that has zero people who are like me. I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. I got like in this super bad spiral after looking right. at Bumble Friends because I was like, no one seems like someone that would be compatible with me. And it just made things worse. But it shouldn't have right. been that way. It should have been like it made it better. Like, oh, these are all these new exciting types of people that I get to meet. So I'm mm-hmm. still so aggravated at myself for doing that. Yeah, that that can be intimidating. And I mean, I, I've never used Bumble Friends, so I actually don't know. But um, that's a little bit more like granular. It's like you're yeah. looking at one specific person, yeah. which actually that, that could be harder because it's like you're making a commitment, you know, oh, I have to reach out to this person and meet up with this one specific person where at least for me, like yes. kind of the group activity or something where it's like, there's going to be tons of different types of people there. Um, and so that you have a little bit more you know, opportunities, um, if you kind of wanted to do something like that. Um, yeah, that's such a good idea. I need to do that. But yeah. Um, so you, the Bumble friends thing, you, you felt like it wasn't really I just, super beneficial I think for it you. Was my fault for being like, I've not been friends with the, the type of person that has this in their profile before. So I, wouldn't mm-hmm. be good friends with them. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. being not judgmental, but like, oh, I've never been friends with this person before. So why would I be friends with them now? Kind of thing. Yeah. It was really, right. I shouldn't have done that. Would you try it again? Maybe after talking to you, maybe I should try <laughs> it again. Because weren't you saying yeah. that, like you have to reimagine, like you have to let go of the idea of like who you want to be friends with kind of. Yeah, yeah, I was I was going to talk about that a little later, but I was thinking like my whole epiphany kind of before we were talking about the concept of this episode um and when you're meeting new friends whether you're you know moved to a new place or you're in the same place but you're trying to meet new people um and like grow your circle um is kind of redefining your personal identity and how you think of yourself almost because I think when you think, you know, it's you're looking inward and you're like, I'm this type of person. I like these things. And I've historically been friends with these type of people. That's super limiting to who you're open to connecting with. And so I think if you let go of like those constraints you have on yourself that like you're a certain type of people or you're a certain type of person, it will kind of like open you up to being willing to meeting tons of different personalities and people with different interests than you might have before. So that's something like, I mean, it always kind of comes back to yourself, right? But um, I think that could be helpful for some people that might kind of, uh, yeah, think that they are like supposed to be friends with a certain type of person, I guess. Uh, When we talked about that, that helped me so much. Like, that has helped me so much already. I think, um, Courtney, Aww. one thing earlier this summer, I was just trying to just like 
or not even earlier this summer this was like august but i was just trying to say yes to things more you know <laughs> like, uh, last i don't week. know i just needed to switch it up it had been a long summer and a long year and i was like i just i let my job just suck so much fun out of my life i needed to start saying yes to stuff and so one thing that i would never do mm-hmm. is one of my really good friends that i work with he goes to this like singing bingo at a classic bar in knoxville every thursday night and he would ask me and one or two of our friends like please come and every week i was like i'm not going to do that that sounds dumb and i would make all <laughs> these jokes with him about it he would come into work the next day a lot of times nursing a hangover everybody gives him a hard time about it they all think it's so funny and i was like why would i come to this river <laughs> a hangover because from Saint Courtney, you you probably don't know me super duper well um i am your classic cookie cutter i'm a square i cuss a little too much sometimes when i shouldn't but like i am good girl <laughs> core I lo- i'm in pajamas right Energy. now it's five o'clock on a sunday i love coffee and reading and cats okay like i am that kind of person and so I was like, fine, I will go. I will go. I told you I would go one time and I have been putting that off for eight months. And I went and it was so fun. And then my friend has like two roommates that are super fun to be around and I hung out with them and I was like, you guys are a great time. And one of them even said to me, you're a great time. And I was like, I don't believe uh-huh. you, but thank you. And then I'm going and watching football with them and I'm just like giving them both a hard time. And now I've made some mutual connections and I'm not saying that I'm going to ask those two to like start a walking <laughs> club or anything, but it's like, the just saying yes to things that I wouldn't have thought fit or made sense with me I was like no I actually really enjoyed this because it's a cool way to just listen to music and talk to new people and it's like there are so many things in my life like that that I could have done but I was like "Uh, well that doesn't really fit my vibe kind of thing and I'm not saying that you should if it's like skydiving but I think there are so many things that are accessible (laughs) but it was like I was too nervous to put myself in a situation that was not necessarily where I'm the most confident but then when I went and I was like wow because the people I choose to associate myself with that are inviting me to these things love and care about me so they want me to have fun they're not going to invite me somewhere where they think I'm going to like flail Mm -hmm. so it was just funny because even you just saying that I was like I have literally done that recently I've started saying yes to things that I wouldn't normally do or not for me so like for an introvert also this is not really related but I feel like you guys will see where I'm going with this I think one of the biggest things for me is I overanalyze everything and so I'm like do they want me to talk to them are they looking this way if they're not looking this way I just won't say anything I'll, I'll give them some space maybe they're busy and so or like in interacting with just people I don't even know and because my job is so limiting I've been challenging myself to try to make connections at work because as much as I am around the same people I work in an athletic department so there's all kinds of departments there's a lot of people mm-hmm. like 20 to 35 that I see all the time that I'm like you should really just try to have a rather than the most efficient conversation like try to get to know them or try to say hello and I've been challenging myself to do that as well where it's not necessarily like me showing up to a brand new function where I'm the only person there might overwhelm me like a lot but trying to Mm -hmm. engage people that I wouldn't normally engage that I see a lot that could open like even just conversation like I like I said I don't have to necessarily make best friends but I think sometimes it can just feel nice to have people know your name and have people that you can like approach about things and then maybe in the future that could go into like you want to grab coffee you want to grab lunch like etc etc so yeah um that is something that helps me like what you were saying as someone who I couldn't show up to this thing and just drop myself into it but there's little ways that I wean myself on okay yeah essentially yeah no that's like so good and I feel like I'm like so proud of you to go for going to the singing bingo because if I'm like saying this I'm giving advice but there is literally like certain things for me like that where I'm like that scares me and I still haven't gone like there's a lot of rec sports teams in in all cities and in Denver but you know there's um like kickball and different stuff like that and my 
I've come some of my friends have like asked me a couple times to like sub in and I'm like oh like you should yeah. do this like I, and I'm like oh this is not my comfort zone like what if I look stupid like I don't know like the game like I don't know what I'm doing and so I actually have had plans when they've asked me before so I'm like but that is my one thing still that I'm like I have not been able to do that and I like would love to so I, I totally get that it's like it does take a, a little yeah. <laughs> push um for sure yeah and to, but to your point Courtney on the group like Facebook groups thing I was just thinking about yeah this. Like, there are Facebook groups for literally so much. Allison, I bet you could join one that, like, the podcast, like, listeners Facebook group or something. And then they probably do, like, meetups. But on TikTok, I, like, what you're saying, Courtney, there are, like, hot girl walk groups in San Francisco. And if you love a hot mm. girl walk, like, you could go. Yeah. Because then at least you all have something in common. Like, you're doing this one activity that you all love. So I feel like that is such a good idea to look for those groups of, like, activities or a podcast that you all listen to or you maybe you all are like super big taylor swift fans or something so i need to look for Mm -hmm. more of those in the bay area for sure because that is such a good idea yeah yeah i mean there's so many ways to like go about it and like i do like believe in kind of just like putting yourself out there but like if it is Mm -hmm. something where you're like oh like i need to like 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 you said you're in a group you already know but then like setting a goal for yourself like talking to one new person or like lauren if you like didn't want to just show up to this like hot girl walk group you could say to like if you have one friend friend, ask the one friend you already have to go yes scope it out see what the scene is but still i think that's harder though because you do have to make a very like active goal for yourself and an intention before you go like I came with this friend but I'm gonna talk to talk to one new person yeah or yeah like you could literally make it as small as I will introduce myself or I will talk to one new person at this event and it's like if you do like if that's something like you kind of need to like build up to doing like I think you can be so like fulfilled and proud of yourself just for doing that one thing you know because it can be so that's why I don't recommend like usually like just going with one of your friends or something is because it's so much harder to kind of introduce yourself to someone new because when you already are there with someone you know but I think if you kind of sit in attention before like a little goal then it would make it a little easier (laughs) that is such a good idea I need to do that and I don't know maybe there are people out there that are like I have never had to think about this ever but it's like I know there are so many more people out there that like me go into a room and they're like I I think people if they meet me and they don't know me they see outward confidence I know just because people told me that is not what is going on in here (laughs) note for everyone listening I'm tapping my head with a pen so like that's not what's going on in there 99% of the time it's like it is a strained effort for me to extend but I just try to think back to I know when I first came to UT specifically I really relied on people that made efforts with me and now that I'm in a better spot as far as like I've grown more I'm more confident in myself or I know how I want to be as a person it helps me to try and extend that arm and I may do it because I think someone needs it but I also do it for myself like it's it's kind of nice because I can offer that friendship to someone else or I can but I also benefit from it. So it's not saying like I'm only doing it because I'm going to benefit from it. But um, I know one thing that really has benefited me a lot lately is our office has interns that come and do post-production. So exactly what I was doing. And we actually have through like mm-hmm. two girls that came completely out of state. 
um, to work where I work to do post-production. And one of them came from Texas. One is from Virginia, but came from UGA. And uh, she, at least her boyfriend went to Tennessee. So she's familiar with Knoxville. But when they came, it's like, I wanted them to know, like, I'm going to try to make an effort with you. And we have multiple interns and students like that but with them like it has just evolved into something where it's like I actually rely on them for friendship and counsel and reprieve from work and so it's like that is one of those things where I really had to make myself do it in the beginning because it felt weird but then now it's like I've only known them for two months but they feel like people that I've had in my circle for three or four years so that too it's like when you can if you feel like you're in a place where you can extend that friendship to someone not below you I don't want to say below you but to like someone that you think Who's they're newer, newer or you, like to they're yeah. they're younger than me or kind of like they're an intern I'm a full-timer at this company but maybe they just want to hang out and meet somebody like I feel like that's also something that helps you but also yeah. helps somebody else too that's a that's a good tip and I think I had that on here too it's like kind of just along the lines of being open to being friends with anyone and like I have friends here that are in their 30s I have friends that are younger than me and that's like super valuable like just for your own life experience too, like getting to know different types of people and like having relationships with people that are at different phases of life and learning from them. It's so interesting because, you know, I have, you know, when you have friends that are younger than you, you can kind of like, they keep you young, they keep you hip. You can kind of like be a mentor to them too. And if they're, you know, they're going through things that you just went through, like, you know, a couple of years ago. And then if you have friends that are older than you, like it's the same for them where it's like, they've done all this before, you know, they might know the city better than you, or they might, you know, have more established friend groups, or they might have a nice house that you can go and do stuff at, like things. At. So there's so much value in like being friends with different mm-hmm. types of people too, um, in different walks of life. But I love that kind of like, being a like welcome friend to you know someone that might might be newer um, newer. (laughs) yeah now Mm -hmm. I see you two as a lot more cosmopolitan and like hip and social media savvy than me me yeah I'm (laughs) you're gonna see why I'm asking this question um but I know Courtney you said something about even just finding people in your area on TikTok earlier have you guys made a lot of friends Mm -hmm. via social media so not like a specific bumble friend thing Lauren but like social media in general and if so like how did that come about because I think that's something too that blows my mind is the amount of people that meet like really good friends like through those platforms because I just don't ever think to use it in that capacity yeah I have this book club that every single person in it is basically I didn't know a single person and I went to this retreat like a month ago basically and I had never met a single person like in real life but we are on this book club every single month and we met like all through Instagram kind of before the book club started but I feel like I can't even have a tip for it because it just comes about so organically like you just notice that you just DM each other when they post stories on like the same type of things I feel like it all happens from DMs after stories basically like they post something a lot that's like you relate to and then you post something a lot that they relate to and so then you're just constantly having conversations and DMs And then it's like, wait, I'm going to text you about this one thing because it's so much more (laughs) deeper than we can go into on Instagram. So then you get each other's numbers. So then you just start texting instead. And I feel like mine have all just come about so naturally like that. But I don't even know if that's a tip to be like, (laughs) oh, just message everyone on like literally spam their Instagram. I guess it's like in person, the people that um, are intentional with you. It's like you can be intentional back, but it's just the Instagram DM version. (laughs) Yeah, so it's the, like it has to come about organically, but I feel like if 
if you just take it out of your head of like, oh, this person's an influencer, like, oh, this person doesn't know me, I'm not going to message them. But just message them because like they probably want to have the conversation too because they're probably on the app to like make these connections. So I always just like message anyone, even if they're like a huge influencer with like a huge influencer to me is like someone with 10,000 followers. I'm like, I'm going to message them anyways because you never know. And then like so many friendships have come out of that that I've taken like offline. And then I have the bookstagram and like I meet people in person here and they also have a bookstagram. So even though we didn't follow each other already, it's like we can bond immediately over having the bookstagram. So I feel like social media has helped so much in that way. But Courtney, have you kind of met anybody like that? Yeah, I'm trying to think back like before I even moved to Denver, I like remember kind of like what you're saying, like people I looked up to on Instagram or influencers or, you know, photographers, content creators. I do remember like there was a phase there where I was super interested in that. And I would, um, you know, like, I don't know if I start with, this is like dating. It's like, you like their story. You like slide in you're like, Oh, like this is cute, whatever. So it's like, it builds up, but I would, um, there was a few of them where it's like, we would message back and forth or they would like each other's stories. And then I ended up like asking for their email and like asking them a lot, like questions about what they did and like their kind of story and journey, um, with how they like built up their following and I don't know, just different stuff like that. And they are very, like you said, they're like, a lot of people are really open to like, helping um, others that are like interested in what they're doing and just like chit chatting. So I did that a little bit and I never like really met up with any of them necessarily. Well, maybe a couple I did, but it wasn't like a long term, like forever friendship, friendship, but it was like, yeah, it was like nice to have a connection. We had some interaction and now it's like, like you said, it almost like goes in a peak where it's like you start messaging, you like say like whatever you have exchanged a couple DMS. Then I was like asking them all these questions. We would have conversations and now it's kind of trickled off where it's like, now we'll just exchange like a couple likes on each other's stories or we'll engage with with each other's content. And that's kind of the only relationship we have now. Yeah. Um, so that's like kind of with like just social Mm -hmm. media, but then like, since I've gone to Denver, um, there is, um, a TikTok, um, a girl that does TikToks and she started like a meetup group for women in Denver. And so right when she was starting it, it was still a little bit on the newer side. I I don't exactly remember how it happened, but I think I like was following her videos on TikTok and then I followed her on Instagram and I asked her like if she would grab coffee with me sometime in Denver. Um, so then we like went coffee, went and got coffee, like chatted, um, for an hour or so. Um, and then after that I started going to the event she was planning. So that's also like kind of a good tip. Like if you can like pick out one person in the group kind of so then even like it's not your necessarily you're going with them to the event but you know like you're going to go to this group activity and there will be like one person you know yeah um so that's kind of how I started going to her um meetups and events in Denver was like I actually met up in person with her first before I ever went to uh one of her uh, activities. So if you're in Denver, um, it's called Denver Girls Club and um, it's founded by my friend Maya. They do so many fun events like brunches. I've done a candle making, hiking, happy hours, um, all that good stuff. So definitely go check out Denver Girls Club official if you're interested. I feel like those are kind of the two main experiences I've had. Um, 
but with social media friendships yeah <laughs> yeah That's yeah so i think i have had one that i just remember thinking it was random because i feel like from everything i've told you guys you wouldn't think that i'm the type of person trying to create <laughs> friendships from uh an instagram dm which i'm not but i one of my really good <laughs> friends from high school he it's his wife now but um we had like a group of four of us that we would sit and just facetime sometimes so during the pandemic one day we were facetiming and my friend banner was with his girlfriend at the time and her name is emma um emma is actually someone that listens to this podcast and is a big supporter of this podcast and i remember seeing her on his like he was she was with him on the zoom that day and was like hi i'm emma and i was like oh hi you're really cool and she followed me on instagram and would just like reply <laughs> to things that i did in the city all the time she's like i love to go there i love this place this is so funny like ha 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 and then one day she said do you want to meet up and yeah, get coffee and i remember looking at that and being like you want to hang out with me <laughs> i still emma if you listen to this i really was like so perplexed as to why you wanted to hang out with me but it worked out for the best because we ended up going and getting coffee somewhere i love like you said it genuinely felt like a date i was so nervous <laughs> but she's so awesome she's just like her husband like in a different facet so it was it felt like chatting with an old friend that i just met yeah. and then i go home and three hours later i get a picture from her fiance who had just like just proposed to her like right after we had gotten the coffee and i texted and oh i said gosh. you didn't have that on when we got coffee did you um so that's a fun story because all the time now she'll post something about that's like hilarious. we got engaged this day and i was like well i'm so glad that's the day that you and i had our date that's so fun <laughs> Oh my, so it so random. It so random. oh my gosh so random but i really enjoyed that That's but i think hilarious. stuff like that reminds me like it's really not that weird to just reach out because those people are probably excited about it too like they're not thinking it's weird like yeah. i'm thinking i'm being weird no i i like i've never been upset or like thought it was weird if someone mm -hmm. reached out to me like you i feel like almost 100 percent of the time you are happy when someone reaches yeah. out to you and is like hey like i would love to go get coffee or like oh, do you want to try this new restaurant? Like, people are always, like, people want to be included. And it's yeah. like, I, I think you you can't go wrong, you know, when you're expressing interest in them and that you'd like to, like, get to know someone better. So, I don't know. I, it's, it is, like, of the more we talk, I feel like making friends is there's a lot of similarities with dating. And I would, like, recommend a lot of the same things. Like, do what you love. Like, go out in the city and do the things you love. And there will be people there, even if you're not, you know, necessarily interacting with them, there's going to be people there that are like, they want to be at that coffee shop. They wanted to see that movie. They wanted to take this yoga class. They wanted to take this pottery class. Like do go out in, the, in your town or your city and do what you love. And like, just notice who's there. You know what I mean? Like, I think being aware of your surroundings is a big thing too. Cause like you said, you might like notice that you start to see the same person over and over again. Or like, I don't know. I want to tell Courtney a story. I think being consistent could help. I don't know. Lauren's probably not going to remember this, but <laughs> last year, like Wait, right yes. before I got my job, <laughs> so I was helping my big boss with a set of interviews and he was just interviewing all these people and like, why are you a Tennessee volunteer? Which is like our mascot. I don't know if you know much about Tennessee. It's a great place. It's where I work. Anyway, um, but he was <laughs> like, why are you a Tennessee volunteer? So he was interviewing all these people and I was the only person in the office that day that was an intern at the time that could help. And so I just remember I really had to pee because I'd been sitting in there for like three and a half hours and this guy comes in and he just looks at me i don't remember what he looked like i think he was cute but i don't really remember but he i am very distinctive in the like old timey tennessee shirt i was wearing i had my hair straight and down and it's red so like obviously you're gonna know it was me and he's like did you get coffee at like x coffee shop this morning <laughs> and i was like i again this is how my brain works i was like 
you noticed that that's weird so i just looked at him, i was like yeah i did i oh did and he's like oh yeah i live in that building blah, blah, blah and he started talking to me and i was like oh that's cool and i was like barry i'm gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> my door box and i ran to the bathroom and i came back and i realized like you were horrified when i was coming back like I was you were like, concerned he's trying to start a conversation with you you idiot and so i come back in and that guy was like finishing up his interview and leaving <laughs> oh. like, it's so funny because again all this Man. stuff i'm having to learn about you have to like recognize that people are trying to talk to you <laughs> they're not just like i'm always like an efficient minded person so my brain is like how can i do this yeah. the fastest how can i get x done so that i can do y and so my brain's like how do i get out of this conversation so that i can go pee and then i recognize <laughs> anyway i just think that's Allison, really i also have that to tell is so courtney, interesting i also have to tell courtney about the time that your neighbor asked if he could help you carry up your groceries and you were like nope i've yep. got it nope i've got it i've got it i've got it and he I was like dead. a very cute <laughs> guy her age like was totally trying to make a move and she's like i'm good i've got it i'm a one trip kind of girl i'm I'm good and okay he was literally trying to make a move i feel like unless i'm like i actually feel like genuinely unsafe i, I will not like i don't have that mindset where i'm like oh i need to like get out of this conversation immediately i feel like if any guy comes up to me and is making conversation i'm like oh Hello. he wants to marry me like this is a love interest i'm like okay like i like that's what i immediately think usually. unfortunately that is not how my brain works. <laughs> it'll be like five like, hours later and allison will be like it. he was trying to flirt oh my has God. an epiphany yeah. you need to give yourself more credit wow courtney thanks that was that you're right I'm just so like- again in here <laughs> it's a jungle in here but like also it's like everyone's different if you generally don't want to talk to them it's like it's also fine to just be like peace thanks out. hope you have a good day <laughs> goodbye like you know what i mean it's like it can go either way it's really like what do you want out of the interaction but i do think it's good to kind of recognize and be aware of like oh maybe this person is trying to talk to me they're interested yeah. you know yeah and learning and I think more that or whatever is just, honestly for me <laughs> something that i had to deconstruct uh, how i normally do things in my brain to think about it in a way that is more productive for me because i did naturally just tend to avoid things because it's not like unsafe but i do think that there's some layer of like i feel like this person doesn't know me and so it's like how do i pretend that i want to be in a conversation when i don't want to have small talk and so it's like trying to get out of my head of like but how will they know if you don't engage in this first so it's just a it's it's been a process but we're working on it you know what are your other tips courtney because we totally derailed you and i know you have more (laughs) Um, no, I feel like a lot of them have come up naturally, like, um, like, I I mean, I know it's so hard, but I truly think doing things by yourself is like, yeah, uh, I think it's so helpful. And it's such a confidence builder. And like, I know it's, it's really tough. But I feel like if you like, go out, like go to a bar and like have a drink by yourself. Yeah, like, People will talk to you if you even only just or sit at the counter, like go to I went to a taco restaurant when I was first here and I like got food and I sat at the counter, like put yourself in the situation where you're going to be open to meeting people. Like if you're sitting at the community table at the bar at the counter, minimum, you can talk to the bartender or the person serving you. Even that is a win when you're in somewhere new and you're by yourself and like people do not think it's weird. People are not going to be like, why is that girl sitting by herself? And I know it's scary even for me. Like, I know that is a big thing, but it's like, people don't care about you. They're not paying attention to what you're doing. If anything, you know, it's like, and then if you strike up a conversation, it's just going to be like, 
natural and, oh, they made a new friend, you made a new friend, or, oh, you know, even if it's a five-minute conversation, that can be a win and just, like, putting yourself out there in that way. And not letting, like, being alone in a new city, like, or I guess not having to do something with, don't let that limit you from doing the things that you want to do. Yeah. Because I think that that can be so hard, too. It's like if you're in a new place and you want to explore and you don't have anyone to do it with, you if you don't push yourself to go do it by yourself, you might miss out on like so many opportunities, just even like to sightsee or, you know, try that new restaurant and things like that. So I, I mean, I'm a huge proponent of that. And I think I've met so many people out and about doing things by myself, even if it was like either a five minute conversation or one time I literally was out uh, watching live music in Larimer Square, which is downtown Denver. And I like met some of my best friends here in Denver now. Like, um, it was so crazy. Like, and that's probably the peak <laughs> friend making like story like that I have because I was by myself. It was like, you know, summer night watching live music at this, you know, square I'd never been to and there was a couple standing next to me and then they had like it looked like one of their friends or something was with them and it was a guy and somehow I think you know the guy in the couple told his friend he's like go ask this girl to like dance or whatever because I was like kind of standing near to them so anyway this guy ends up like asking me to dance we're all and I know this is so crazy and out of people's comfort zone but I'm literally dancing with this random guy I don't know and then the other couple of friends are like there you know we're all just like having a good time vibing and um we get to talking obviously I'm like oh I'm here in Denver by myself you know scoping out the city and they're like oh cool like do you want to come to dinner <laughs> oh my god I was like I'm like um like should I be worried like as a young you know woman in her mid-20s like in a new city place I've never been and they know they're literally like one. asking yeah. to drive me to this dinner reservation they have at this place I've never heard of and I was like um yeah like I'm down <laughs> I get in the car with these three random strangers and we went to dinner together and um the one guy that I ended up dancing with he was visiting so he's not in Denver anymore but the couple they're like literally some of my best friends in Denver oh now gosh. and it's like it's such a like meet cute story whenever I'm like hanging out with them people are like oh how do you know these two and I'm like Oh, like we literally just met like out downtown. That so is perfect. <laughs> I know that's like super crazy. And even for me, it's like that doesn't happen often. That was like a very special, unique situation where we met and it ended up turning into a long term yeah. kind of relationship. But they have been so like sweet and welcoming to me. And they always include me in whatever their friend group is doing and like even if I say no, they continue to ask me to do things and like include yeah. me. And it has meant so much to me, like having those people in your life. And it's just like, and it also like was confidence building to me because they're like, I said, like they're in their thirties. So they're like almost 10 years older than me. And every time I hang out with them, I'm like, wow, like I feel like they really value me as a person. And it's like so cool that like people like this much older than me would actually want to spend time with me. Yeah. I don't know. I always like think about that and it's like so interesting like having you know these real like adult friendships mm -hmm. you know that is such a good point and when you were talking about like people don't care that you're out alone like that I yeah I completely agree with you because I think we as a society like overestimate how much other people 
care about other people. Like nine times out of 10 people are thinking about themselves and not in a selfish way, but I think we're just like in our DNA, it's programmed to always be thinking about ourselves, how the situation is for us, like how to keep ourselves fun, safe, etc. So people, one, probably aren't even noticing that you're out by yourself. Two, they don't have enough space in their brain to like truly think like that is so weird that she's out by herself because they're just thinking about themselves. So it's just so comforting to know it does not matter. Like if you go anywhere by yourself, because people just don't have the energy to care about stuff other than, than, than themselves, like most of the time. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, like recognizing that has truly helped me so much is just knowing that people don't care. Usually. It's like, yeah, it's very freeing to be somewhere you don't know. You're not with anyone. You could literally do it whenever you want. And you're like, nobody cares what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And then the other freeing and like comforting thing to me, it's like almost like what comforted me when I was like thinking of moving to a new place by myself. You can always leave. Yeah. You can always go home. If you go somewhere and you're by yourself and you hate it and you're not having fun and you're uncomfortable, you can leave. It's like, that's the beauty of doing things by yourself. You're totally in control of the situation. And if it really is feeling icky or you're not having a good time, you can go home and at least you've tried it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not for everyone. So I think that's at least something that I always like to think about um, if I'm trying something new. Right. Like, you're not locked into this, like, permanent binding contract just because you went to get drinks with someone, like, once. So... Speaking of that, like, how do you, when you meet someone new and it's maybe like the first, second, third time that you've hung out, has there ever been a time when you're like, I don't think I'm actually meant to be friends with this person and it's taking more of my energy to kind of like, I don't know how to explain this, but it's like, you can tell that you're not going to be forever friends. So have you ever had to go through like deciding, okay, I'm not going to put that much effort into hanging out with this person anymore or just like this isn't meant to be, let's not keep going. Like, have you ever experienced that? And how have you really handled yeah, it? If you I have? Think for me, it just comes down to like, um, if it feels natural or not. Yeah. And if it's like, kind of like, like, I guess determining like, if you're going to be friends with them, I, in the long term, it's like, if you, I have a few like people that I, I really would like to get to know. And I'm excited about, we meet and we say, we're going to do something. And then I'm traveling and the scheduling doesn't work. And then when I'm back in Denver, they're gone and, or we do one thing and then I don't know. It's like, if it feels very forced and you're having a hard time, like continuously scheduling things, or maybe like you're not that you're like disagree, but like you don't want to do the same activities or things like that. I feel like it's, it usually trickles off naturally, at least to me. Like my advice would just be like, you don't have to force it. Like just, you don't, have to continue asking them to hang out if it doesn't seem like it's matching up and maybe you know don't like close the door I wouldn't it's not like a dating situation where you have to say like don't ever I don't think we have a connection (laughs) like I don't think this is working out like yeah I would not say that but I think it usually naturally kind of fizzles out and then you know, you could continue, like, I think, I mean, I do think social media can be really valuable in that way. Just like if they post something that you like, you know, reply to their story and keep it going. And then if sometime, you know, you never know, they might reach out to you months later and say, Hey, I'm having this party. Do you want to come? Or, you know, something might come up down the line where it is the right time. So 
I guess just like don't force it. Um, if it's like, and if you hang out one time, um, and um, it's like you maybe you know have a fun coffee or you know it's good for that one individual day. It still served like a purpose. Yeah, to have that one, you know, you know, one dinner, one like activity together, and then it kind of would trickle off naturally. I guess. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like, yeah, don't ever, like, just truly close the door because you never know. I mean, obviously, if you – I feel like it's – this is – I'm talking in, like, the bell curve of, like, this is a normal person <laughs> that you feel safe with and you did, yes. like, a normal activity with and, uh, you know, everything was, like – it just maybe didn't click. Yeah. I'm not talking about if someone was, you know, <laughs> rude to you or said something that you didn't, you know, feel offensive or, yeah. you know – if it's like truly not weird behavior, you know, it's like, obviously if that you feel uncomfortable in a situation or, you know, threatened or like your, maybe your views really don't align then I feel like it's fine to more, you know, chop it a cut and dry. Like I'm not really interested in hanging out with this person again. I'm not going to reach out. And if they invite me somewhere, I might just say, Oh, like, I'm so sorry. I have plans or, you know, I won't be able to make it able to make this work. So I think that's kind of the outlier situation where it's not going to trickle off naturally. and You kind of do have to decide that wasn't for me. Okay. So rounding out with the last question that we had slated for the day, even though I feel like we've just gotten into so much more than we even had planned. But the other thing that I had on my mind was since we have moved recently, Allison is the friend that's still in the place that like all of her friends moved from. Do you have any tips for sustaining your friendships from a previous like season of life or a place that you moved away from that you've found has really worked for you? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's always like first thing comes to mind. It's like, go visit them, do yeah. a little trip with them, you know, plan things with them. And, you know, it's maybe it's w- literally one time a year, but that's okay. Um, so those are like the big things you can do. Um, and like, you know, make, you know, one special time, you know, for you two or who the, the group to like hang out, you know, during the year and make an exciting, like fun thing to plan that you can all look forward to. I think, you know, a year flies by. So doing something yeah. once per year is honestly a great like goal, goal, but even, even that's hard. So I think it really just comes down to like being consistent and like the small things really do like matter, like literally just texting them and being like, Hey, thinking of you, like, how's everything going? Or, you know, something small, like, cause even like, I have some friends that we like are like best friends. We're so close and have the best time together when we're together, but even scheduling a FaceTime call can be so, so hard sometimes. So I think like literally if you just text in like, you know, the one person or a group or whatever, Hey everyone, like life updates, like what's going on. And that's actually worked well for a few when I'm like in a big group text where it's like someone will be like life updates and then everyone literally just texts what they've been up to lately. And it's a really quick, like fun way to kind of like stay connected and feel like, you know, you guys are still in each other's lives and maybe getting to hear about something that they didn't post about on social media. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I mean, it really is just like those small little like texts or, you know, if you can send them food from DoorDash on their birthday or, send them flowers if something, you know, big happens in their life and just like remind them that you're thinking of them. I think you're right. Going to see people is so much easier than people make it out to be. I think people make it seem like it's a hassle and it's like not not worth the funds, but it's like 
you you can't prioritize those funds. It's like, but that is prioritizing your friendship and you have to continue seeing those people to like keep these people in your life that are supposed to be there long-term. So I, I need to like think about it a different way. So I love it, what you shared. I think, yeah, in that sense, it's like, just pick a weekend, like just do it. book the flight. Like sometimes yeah. you just have to rip the bandaid off, do it spontaneously. If you're literally just like texting with them one day and you're like, oh, we should plan something. Literally plan it right then. Or you don't won't. keep saying, yeah, we're going to do something. Let's do something, you know, soon. Like would love to visit you. Like it can go in this loop where I'm like, just do it in the moment and you'll be so happy. Even if you're scheduling it far in advance, you'll be so happy like when yeah. it comes around. Yeah. So another idea I had about sustaining long distance friendships and kind of people that are going to be in your life for an extended amount of time. I think one, you have to be willing to put in the work and be the one to reach out. Like you can't always expect them to reach out to you. And I know you do want to have balanced relationships. And of course you don't want to be the only one giving, but I think sometimes people just expect, Oh, if this person cares about me, they're going to reach out to me. And I think it's, it's always better to, you know, don't withhold anything. If you're thinking about someone and you want to reach out to them, you should text them. And you know, if you're the one you feel like maybe, you know, you're reaching out a little more, I think that's okay. And I think that goes along with not being offended or taking it personally. If this person doesn't reach out to you a lot and like, don't have expectations because if they are someone that you're not talking to every day, you don't have insight into their life they might be going through something hard or they might just be really busy. It's not that they don't want to reach out to you. And I think that can be hard when it's like you have someone that you are so close with and you're like, wait, I literally haven't heard from them for six months. Yeah. And I think it's easy to assume the worst that like they don't care or, you know, they don't want to be friends anymore. They're too busy for you. And I think it's just not taking it personal and, um, being willing to be the one to check in sometimes. And it might be, you know, one year you're checking in more with them than the next year they're checking in more with you. It's if you're going to have a long-term friendship or relationship, it's going to kind of go in waves. And I think um, just being okay with that is important. I think you're so right. I think people go through these seasons of life where they like seriously have no mental bandwidth for this extra like outreach. And then maybe in that season for them, you're in this season where things at work are slower and you're just like super able to make those extra like efforts towards people. So Mm -hmm. that is such a good point because you could take it personally when those six months happen and they seriously have no time to text or call you. If you take it personally, then you may like lose that friendship forever. If you're just like, okay, well I'm going to write them off, but it could have just been this weird season for them. So I feel like that's such a good piece of advice. That literally is how, what happened with Lauren and I. So I did not have the emotional bandwidth. (laughs) friendship and like I say that yeah. it's not it's really not a joke I mean my freshman year was really hard and I kind of just battled with my own bout of anxiety and confidence issues for a long time so I only had a couple people really close to me and I just felt like I cannot handle more right now just because I already yeah. just I have too many people to keep up with it feels like I'm already overwhelmed but then Lauren just like came back at the right time so ended up working yeah, out. yeah. it worked out for us so <laughs> yeah I think the right people will stick around and like continue to support you. And that's when you kind of see if, you know, it's a true friendship or not. If like they're kind of still there after um, a little lull or not talking, if they're still, you know, cheering you on from behind the scenes or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
Wait. Oh, this is like silly, but lately I've been loving like Be Real because I oh, have it, yeah. um, like a lot of my friends in California on it. And it's like pe- girls that are people that I wouldn't normally like text and keep up with. So honestly, that's been like fun. And I do kind of feel like I get more of a taste of what they're doing day to day. So yeah, that's I, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious to see how long Be Real will be around, but I, I've been having fun with it. So Well, I just deleted it. So <laughs> You did? I did. Why? I don't know why. The app this glitching is a was hot making take. I know. Welcome to Tea Time with Lauren. But I the app is too glitchy for me. Like every time I would try to post, it would like take forever to load. I could never tell if it actually posted. Every time I it would like get the notification, it wouldn't let me take the photo for like two or three or four or five minutes. And I don't know why what? I would just get so aggravated by that so i just deleted it they Dang, need to get their user that has never happened to better. me their user experience needs work and then i will get back on the app <laughs> just joking but. allison do you have be real i do i'm around too many college students to not have it because i kept hearing them talk about it for months and was like what are y'all talking about it was the first time i felt old um, <laughs> now that i've graduated college but um i do have it i'm kind of just at this point where i'm like i was having fun with it at the beginning i don't know i've never deleted my social media accounts before but i'm like this close to actually doing it like this that, all of them that close or just be real um <laughs> the fingers are literally together you're like i am close. on um all of them like tiktok especially no way what mainly what? this is a separate conversation but i just feel like i'm using it to like numb things or, or like not in a bad oh. way but it's like i get on there and it's like i really could be doing something i enjoy or like calling a friend or doing something else and i'm sitting on this thing watching yeah. the same gossip video about the try guys that i've seen 17 times that i don't need to see again you know so i just oh yeah we'll see we'll see but for now anyway but i like be real it's fun with tiktok i feel like i get really bad fomo with tiktok so that's like when i have to get off of there because right now everyone's posting like these gorgeous fall pic like videos from new england or like oregon or something like that and i'm just like i have fomo so bad and it just makes me feel worse and it makes me feel bad about my life which is so stupid because i have a great amazing life and then i'm like wait my life sucks because these people are in oregon for halloween and i'm not and that makes no sense so i had to delete tiktok in the summer because everyone was going to europe i may have to delete tiktok again for another month because everyone's like this sounds like future episode idea we both delete tiktok for a month and talk about how our (laughs) life improves Oh my gosh, that would be interesting. But then you lose out on all the tips and the ways to make friends and the restaurant recommendations. Right. But then, and look, all we're of talking that. to Courtney right now. It's not. <laughs> I don't have to go on TikTok. <laughs> oh my gosh, I do almost use it like literally as Google now. Like yeah. if I'm going to a new place, like I'm going to New York, and I'm like restaurants in New York. Like instead of Google. it's so yeah. nice. Yeah. So I, yeah, that would be hard to totally get off well emily mariko lives literally 10 minutes from me and she started getting huge when we moved here and i have found like five out of six of our daily restaurants that we love to go to are from her and guys Mm -hmm. this is breaking news for the podcast but i met her a week ago like the most unreal thing happened and met emily mariko i didn't even notice her preston was like isn't that that girl that you like to watch (laughs) Because I had looked at her and been like, wow, her leggings are so cute. But I didn't look at her face. 
And then it was Emily freaking Mariko, like my idol. No, not really. But like, I love her so much and I could not believe it. So I went up and talked to her and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to interrupt your breakfast, but I love your video so much. I word vomited. Like I will think about it over and over and over again, how badly I word vomited to her. And I'm like, (laughs) why did I do that? Why? It was like. I just spilled my guts to her. Not really, but I was just like, we just moved here. We've had such a hard time finding restaurants and you've helped us so much. I've like wondered if I would run into you because I always go to the places that you recommend and I'm like, great. She thinks I'm a stalker. Stalker. Like she's probably like so worried and doesn't want to go to any of these restaurants now. And then I was like, oh my gosh, where did you move from? And I was like, Tennessee. And she was like, I was going to say your accent. She's I was just like, oh my gosh, this is not happening right now. And I didn't even ask for a picture because I was just like, I'm not going to be that person. So this is the story of how you started a friendship with Emily Mariko by having. Yes, I should. I know. Do you want to go get coffee? You should have been like, what's your number? (laughs) What would she have done if I had been like, let me know if you ever want to go get coffee at Phil's. Like I'd so be down. Should I have done that or no? I feel like no, <laughs> no. but if you met her I feel again. like shoot your shot. Literally shoot your shot. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen? She says, sorry, no. I know. I don't hang out with fans. If you see her again. <laughs> if you see her again. I relate to this so much where you're literally like, I've never really met anyone famous. I feel like I don't really like have any like Me idols either. or like people that I yeah. fangirl that much. Yeah. But when I met... um. Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name. I met this the one of the guys from is it Flip or Flop? Tarek oh. something from HGTV. Yes. Oh, like I saw him in Newport Beach and I, I was like so embarrassing. I could not control what I was saying. I'm just like, I don't think I babbled on for too long, but I was just like, oh my gosh, like we <laughs> love your show. Like we love HGTV. Like you literally just sound so dumb. It's like what did I just say and why like I have no chill (laughs) I know oh my gosh that's how I feel and I'm like looking back cringing that I just like talked to her too fast too much came on too strong but like I'm sure everyone does that when they come up to her it's like impossible when you meet someone famous it's just like you short circuit and you can't handle it anymore or something well Courtney going away from this conversation I've just learned so many things that I need to shoot my shot with Emily Mariko. I need to like book all of these friendship dates, like call people on the phone. Like you have inspired me to be a much more social, proactive friend. And I'm just so glad that we got to do this episode. That was perfect. Me too. Thanks for listening. I feel like I chatted your guys ear off and I'm still like, I still have more. I could keep going for days. Like this is the best topic. I know. It's so interesting. So yeah, thank you so much. I feel like I learned that when men come to speak to me, I need to not immediately try to go to the bathroom. (laughs) And then I learned. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But uh, it's nice to just know that everybody is thinking about stuff like this and everyone's trying to start over almost because I feel like especially not being a married individual in the south sometimes like that transitional period from like college to whatever's next can be kind of confusing because like oh half of your friends move or the other half get married and so trying to like regenerate that community that you had is not always easy so it's nice to know that no matter where you are like where you're at it is happening it's happening to everyone and Mm -hmm. we all just need to kind of acknowledge that sometimes it sucks but when you put yourself into the situation to make it better um 
great things can come into your life. And then look, like we get a podcast where I get to meet a new friend. And now Courtney's a uh, nice to have a friend podcaster. Look at that. Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Did you have a nice time on our show? I know this was your first podcast um, experience. Oh, amazing. I, I want to join. I, I want to be a third co-host. The blonde, I love it so much. You're going to be like the blonde edition. Of, <laughs> yes. Oh, nice to have a friend. We can do the intro where we're like, I'm Lauren. I'm the brunette of the podcast. <laughs> Allison, I'm the redhead of the podcast. And I'm Courtney. I'm the blonde part of the podcast. I know. Like you know what we said? Them. They always do that. Yes. I'm the redheaded version. Yeah. I was telling Allison yeah. that we both love what we said so much. And Courtney can start uh, a, yeah, a series where goals. she forces us to go out and do new things. You would be much more willing to do it. And I would be the one like she, like a cat. She's having to pry me like claws on a tree stump because <laughs> I'm like, I just want to go home. <laughs> it's like we have like a month plan. Like we have a like step by step where we like we slowly um, work up to like a big event Sky where diving. you're going to go to uh, <laughs> skydiving. No, it could, it could be a challenge. I think that wraps up our conversation for today. I'm so excited that we got to dive into all of those topics. I feel like this is one that I'm going to listen to over again, like once a year to just like refresh and remind myself about how to be a good friend, how to make friends. And so I'm just so excited that we have this new resource, but Courtney, if people wanted to follow along with you, where could they do that? Yes. Yeah, so uh, my TikTok and my Instagram are the same. I post the most there. So it's just my full name, um, Courtney Monash. And I don't know if you can link it I'll in the show notes or something yeah. so they can yeah, know how to spell my last name. But um, yeah, pretty simple. And I, I like to post a lot about what I'm doing in Denver and my travels. And um, I do photography too. So I like to just uh, post pretty scenery and stuff like that. So yeah, would love to have you guys follow along. I know. And if you're listening from Denver, um, we will give you Courtney's contact information so you guys can, be <laughs> you guys can hang out. Yeah, I will, I will give you the tour. I love showing people around um, my neighborhood and, you know, giving them the the rundown. So oh, definitely open to it. <laughs> get ready for like the 0.3% of our listeners who live in the Western states of America. So you're going to have such a big influx of friends. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I am so glad this happened and I will see you at work tomorrow, literally. So can't wait. And we hope that this episode and the show reminds you that it's nice to have a friend. Bye.